I gotta find a job where uh, I just click a button on time. <laughs> Sounds like it's the best uh, best for me. Could you handle it if it was like the button, like for nuclear warheads? Yeah, easy. <laughs> no qualms, doesn't matter, don't mm. care. Yeah. It's a button. They make it seem like the button's the important part, but isn't there like two people on a nuclear submarine somewhere that have to turn a key at the same time? Yeah, I don't know. My understanding of nuclear warfare is also based on films from the 80s, so <laughs> I guess what you understand is what I understand. Well, from also from what I understand, the technology behind the nuclear weapons has not improved since the 80s either, so I think they're still using floppy disks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Maybe a kid has to play some weird game to stop nukes from striking. <laughs> or a laser targeting yeah. system from filling somebody's house with popcorn. I don't... <laughs> I mean, listen, there's not enough movies about the dangers of hacking for fun anymore, you know? You know, it's worth noting I don't know the title of that movie or any of the actors in it. I simply remember a handful of scenes and a really, really general outline of the plot. Well, let me, let me, uh, let me help you out. Oh, no, you've, hold on. Oh, you've whoa. given scenes no, from no, two different up, movies. No. Yeah, yeah, stop. I was going to say, please don't. I don't care. Um, Real genius in war games. All right, so. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> don't care <laughs> all right so what is this what are we doing yeah let's go huh? hey let's go hey i like that the hey is now going to be like me being like hey sean all right all right hey <laughs> whatever works i mean whatever works <laughs> hey 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 okay this is the hey. this is the heads up podcast <laughs> heads up podcast with jeff and sean i'm jeff i'm sean jeff it's 11 11 is that a lucky <laughs> do you make a wish is that what that I is no i was asking you <laughs> Is there an 80s movie designed around it that you can tell me the plot of? <laughs> Not that I can remember. Oh. Not that I can remember, no. I just really want someone to supercut war games and real genius together, you know? Just make it the story of a man who gains control of a satellite that can fill people's houses with popcorn. That's a whole movie right there. That's. Oh, on this podcast, you're right. I didn't say anything, but you could feel me thinking it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do it. We do. We do three things usually. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk about candy. Well, we're gonna talk about candy related things this time, but yeah. So I was trying to be a little, a little vague. Ah, don't be coy. <laughs> give give the listener what they want. Sorry, give the listener what he wants. <laughs> we're gonna talk about some candy related things. There's a middle segment. And then there's a segment where we talk about animals. Well, now it's time to get online through our internet service provider. It'll be cool. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're doing right now, Ty. Did you? I didn't look up animals. I, I had to reinstall Windows. I don't have any of my old <laughs> animal encyclopedias on here. <laughs> I mean, without a computer, how, how could you looked up, have looked up an animal? Yeah. It's almost impossible. Sean, what do you know about sea turtles? Uh, they got shells. They True. live in the sea. They lay eggs, usually mm-hmm. on beaches. They uh, live for a while. Are those? I think they live for a while, yeah. yeah. I would say, yeah. I learned they're reptiles. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that makes sense because they're turtles. Yeah. Um, but they spend a lot of time in the water, so. There's only seven species of sea turtles, but they've been around since the time of the dinosaurs. How did, how, how did they know that? Fossil record. <laughs> maybe maybe word of mouth. <laughs> you you think sea turtles 
much like uh, the rumor about lobsters is that they live forever unless they're killed. No, the species have, the species have been around <laughs> since the time of dinosaurs. You fucking idiot. Ah, uh, you're so funny with your little jokes. That was ah, uh, that was good. Yeah. It's just uh, <laughs> no. It was very funny. Everybody's fucking dying laughing right now. They're dead. They're, they died laughing. You killed them. I did it. I did it. I found my superpower. <laughs> well, tell me more fucking facts about sea turtles. I'm real psyched for this now. <laughs> they've been around since the time of the dinosaurs. That's I, I already said that's that. That's crazy. I, I'm responding we to already, that. Uh... We know that information. <laughs> how, how, do, how do they survive? Oh, they eat seaweed and shrimp. Depending on the subspecies. Sometimes mm. algae and mollusks. Sometimes jellyfish. Another supposedly immortal sea creature. Maybe that's how they live forever, Jeff. They eat jellyfish and absorb their powers. And I, I, know, we're, I know we're not talking about jellyfish, but I, I read about a jellyfish that like has an on-demand butthole. Like his butthole goes away when he's not pooping. Yeah? So what? Yeah. I, I don't know. That, that would be amazing. All right. I feel like there's less, there'd be less cleanup, you know. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> How does that work? You imagine if your butthole just went away when you were done pooping? Yeah, but it showed the up stuff that came out still came out. Like you still have to do some cleanup. You flush, right? Well, but if it goes away, you just reabsorb <laughs> the poop that was on it. Mm. And if you can do that, why don't you just use the poop if you can absorb it? It's not waste. It's not waste product. I guess, yeah, and jellyfish don't have, like, butt cheeks, right? I don't know enough about jellyfish to say whether <laughs> they have butt cheeks or not, Jeff. Yeah, we've got the we've got the Wikipedia page open for sea turtles. Yeah, I I'm thought we were talking get, about I'm sea turtles. I'm going to get back on track. I'm going to get back on track. Focus on jellyfish buttholes. <laughs> Who told you that fact, anyway? I, I was reading articles on, on animals. Come on. Getting ready. Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I'll I'll, say, I'll I'll find the article. I'll send it to you. Ah, uh, please don't. I don't really <laughs> want to know any more than I already do. I'll post it to your Facebook page. That's fine. I don't really use that. <laughs> Due to the climate change hoax, most of them are being born female. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Apparently, warm warm water has an effect on these uh, sea turtle eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Their doinkers disappear. Imagine how convenient that would be, Jeff. You're just done with it, it just disappears. I'd probably sit more comfortably if it went away when it wasn't in use, you know? Listen listen to this scientist bullshit. Sea turtles spend most of their lives in the water, where not much information can be gathered about their behavior. What? 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 You could, like, swim around. You could, like, attach cameras. You could, like, we have, we have diving tanks... Oxygen masks, like yeah, don't they don't they clip them with trackers too? Right, like, yeah. <laughs> we know a shit ton about fucking whales, but you're telling me you can't follow a turtle yeah. around? I'll tell you one thing: they're not doing in the ocean, walking around. They're probably swimming for sure. That's one. <laughs> it's probably where they find their food, like shrimp uh, or that's, seaweed. That's two, Jeff. If you give me one more fact, you <laughs> technically have a bachelor's degree in ocean <laughs> in, in marine biology. Apparently. <laughs> They probably follow the large currents to, to move long distances. Yeah. 
Yeah, you gotta write this down no. and put your name up top, and you'll have a research paper, basically, as far as I can tell, based on the quality of research that's going into Sea Turtle. And that last one I got from Finding Nemo, so. Life. All right, well, don't, don't tip your hand, right? Scientific right. papers never have sources attached, Jeff, so play that close to your chest. You think they all talk like surfers, like in that movie, or is it... Yes, I do. So they, like salmon, go back to the same nesting grounds where they were born, mm -hmm. which is a weird thing. Yeah, how do they know? Who did it first? How long have salmon been around? Do you think salmon saw sea turtles doing this and, and were like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's go back, let's go back there. <laughs> yeah, it seems like turtles know what they're doing. Right. They've been around a long time. Yeah. Do you think the salmon evolved from the sea turtle since they've been around since the time of dinosaurs? It's a really great question. And yes, I do think that. <laughs> Mating season is March to October. Oh, okay, so there could be wow. sea turtles getting it on right now. Their mating season is longer than the not mating season. They should just say turtles don't fuck between, you know, <laughs> I already forgot. March to October. You're right. You're right. From November, November to February. April. No, sorry. February. <laughs> February. Pull up a calendar for me real quick and we'll take a second <laughs> go at that. I might as well just say turtles don't fuck from November to February. Boom. All right. Now you know what? Keep that whole thing in. So, <laughs> green sea turtles, uh -huh. and I like that they're color-coded like dragons in a fantasy game. <laughs> the green sea turtles can stay underwater for as long as five hours, even though the length of a feeding dive is usually five minutes or less. What are they doing with all that extra time? I don't know. Why do I spend so much time at buffets? I mean, I'm not throwing shade. I was just... <laughs> like, yeah, I'm full after a couple minutes. But you feel like it's an alley you can eat buffet. You pay the price to eat a lot, I think. Right. And and and, and you're gonna get your money's worth. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm gonna get yeah. more than my money's worth. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna punish this restaurant for having a buffet. <laughs> now, if they're reptiles, they only need to go five minutes to go get some food. Why, instead of feet, are they all flippers? I don't I don't understand that. That's a great question. I don't know either. Does it make any sense? Maybe their food is so far out in the ocean. Oh, so they're like sw they're like swimming on top of the water, yeah, for a little bit, yeah, until <laughs> they get to a spot, and then boom, the dive the dive only takes five minutes. Yeah, chow down for five minutes, come back up, start bragging about how you could have been down there for five hours, but you didn't have to. <laughs> Human activities have tipped the scales mm -hmm. against the survival of these ancient mariners. Dang, most of them are classified as endangered. Kill them for their eggs, their meat, their skin, their shells. <laughs> I've been along a, a, a long time now, it feels like, and I've never had any of those things from a turtle. No. Well, time to start before they're gone. <laughs> That's the big race. Everybody wants to get, get a piece before they're, they're, they're done. <laughs> like, what am I going to do with a turtle egg? Do you think it's any better than a chicken egg? It's uh, a great question. I'll go ahead and... Uh... Do see turtle eggs taste like? Do you think the the book Green Eggs and Ham was about turtle eggs? Because are the yolks green and turtle eggs? Uh, I don't know. Because baby chickens are yellow, so I would assume the yolks are uh, similar. No, that's that's you know what that's hundred percent incorrect. I'm I'm sure of it. But this this is a mean this is a mean thing. Whoever wrote this Wikipedia article under life cycle the. The mature nesting female hauls herself onto the beach. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I 
Well, she just walk up there or, or goes up onto the beach. Like you feels like a little bit of fat shaming. You yourself were just criticizing them for being all flippers. <laughs> so I mean, I, if you've got flippers, you kind of have to haul yourself up onto a beach. I mean, sure. Does it, it probably doesn't look the most graceful, but I feel like there's other other verbs you could have used. Do they have weird sex stuff going on? Trying to trying to look. It takes them decades to reach sexual maturity. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> oh, depending on the species, a typical clutch of eggs may contain fifty to three hundred and fifty eggs. That's too many. How are they going extinct? What's exactly what endangered exactly. for? Oh my god, females may lay one to eight clutches in a single season. Well, the season's most of the year, but that's still like, you know, for top performing females, it's three hundred and fifty eggs a pop and if you times that by eight um you saw how i did with the calendar so mm -hmm. i'm just gonna leave that up to mm -hmm. the listener to to figure out yeah but. you are on what is essentially a giant computer right now though <laughs> they, can, they can compute the solution for that for you so siri calculator <laughs> oh nice pulled it right up all right what did i say 350 times eight the doing math Carry part one. is my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> it just, it's really translates, you know? We're talking a female turtle at the top of a game that lays eight clutches at the max rate of 350 eggs is 2,800 eggs. But <clears throat> they got to haul themselves from the beach to the ocean, those babies, so. Sea turtles uh, have a relatively low offspring survival rate, mm. so essentially... For every thousand sea turtle eggs, you end up with about one sexually mature subject. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> no wonder they're laying so many eggs. 20% won't hatch out of the thousand eggs, so just right off the bat, 20% don't hatch. Dang. So you're down to 800, and then they, they uh, about half of them get eaten on their way from the <laughs> beach to the sea. <laughs> Seems like you could lay them in a better spot, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll fix that. That's coming up. <laughs> and then once in the ocean 50% of the remaining number will survive past juvenile stages of life well it doesn't say why though what, they just fucking well it takes them decades to get to sexual maturity you know That's you remember true. before you were sexual mature how many stupid things you did nope <laughs> so okay so without without human interference they're calculating mm -hmm. that about 20 sea turtles out of a thousand would survive when human interference is factored in only two out of a thousand <laughs> well i mean listen by the time we get to them two or 20 out of a thousand is that much worse well here i mean uh, the, the paragraph contradicts itself you know up top it says you out of a thousand you'd end up with one yeah. sexually mature at the bottom it says only two out of a thousand will survive to reproductive maturity so <laughs> this whole thing is bullshit and sea turtles are a weak race that may or may not deserve extinction yeah classic wikipedia article classic <laughs> black market trade in egg and meat it's especially a concern in china philippines india indonesia and coastal nations of latin america wow so what do they have a shell for if they're just fucking getting eaten in the ocean? What, you know? Yeah, I thought, like, they could, like, scrunch their soft parts back into the shell a little bit. It doesn't look like help it. Them out. You, know, you know what the problem probably is? You know, a turtle on land squishes in. You can't really get to its underbelly, you know? But if you're swimming in the ocean, you do that. I think you still got a 
good amount of uh, area where a, a predator could just go ahead and just bite your head or your flippers, you know? You they keep, didn't think. You keep saying you know, and I don't know. Because <laughs> it's not like the flippers or the head go into the body. Right. They just go underneath, like, the little overhang at the top of the shell. So why do they have the shell? I don't know, because when you're swimming around in the ocean, they just the predator just goes underneath you and then bites, you know? Even if you it's know, going above but... you, like, it comes down and it can just grab your flippers from the top. This is a poor, this is another poorly designed animal just out there in the wild existing on the good graces of nature since the time of the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs I don't think got a fair shake. No. They're gone but this fucking thing that can't even protect itself still lives. Yeah, yeah. How did how did that make it but but none of the dinosaurs. Right. I mean even if, even if an asteroid hit, if the sea turtle can live only being able to stay underwater for like 5 hours, shouldn't there be that big Dinosaur from Jurassic World that comes out of the water. Shouldn't that one still be alive somewhere? I don't know that I would use Jurassic World as the end-all, be-all of dinosaur information that you're pulling from here. <laughs> you, find, you find me a better resource, okay? They spent billions of dollars researching dinosaurs to make those movies. No, they didn't. <laughs> they, they did what you did, which is they looked at Wikipedia. <laughs> Well, I'm tired of sea turtles, so let's reinvent them. It's it's this segment now. What's it called? We spit in God's eye. Yeah. What do we want to fix first? I want to say... I want to say the flippers. What do you want to do to them? I think it's a good place to start, but... They could do something where, they, where if they go to land, they could make the bones in there more rigid... So they can act more like legs. Okay. And they can start walking around like like normal animals. Maybe make them fully retractable into the shell. Yeah, some Wolverine-style flippers. Yeah. <laughs> so they make that little noise when they come out? Shink. Yeah. All right, but the, the noise the sea turtles have to make now is, is, is it sounds like bub. It's fine. Bub. I'm fine with that. Uh, we're taking the shell away. They don't need the shell. The shell's gone. Oh, they're not okay. using. They're not using it. They're not using the shell. They're still fucking endangered. They're not using it. You're not true, using it. True. You lose it. We're taking the shell away. We'll give it to an animal that needs it. So, so what? Now they're just like regular looking reptiles. No, no shell. The shape stays the same. Oh, right. Now their bodies like... are fatter, so they still retain that kind of curved shape on the back. Okay, but it's all like uh... it's like squishy. Yeah, it's like hard to uh, hard to bite into because it just squishes away from your teeth. <laughs> Super squishy. Yeah. A lot of animals will find it unpleasant to bite into, or they'll be afraid of the noises that they make because it sounds like Wolverine. <laughs> Bub. Let's talk about this reproductive life cycle. I don't like that they're... I don't, what, it doesn't make sense to me that they're having sex all basically all year. <laughs> it's, it's the four months. Either make it all year round or make it like a three-month period. Right. What do you want to yeah. do? Uh... Seems like a lot of work. I would say a three-month period, but they lay the same amount of eggs in one clutch that they would in eight clutches. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I was going to say three-month, yeah. They've got a shortened... What do you want to make it? Like, in the summer? May, June, <laughs> uh, July? Something like that? <laughs> that's that's prime beach-going time, you know? I, I would say make it during uh, where people aren't on the beach a lot. I'd, I hadn't thought of that. Keep them away from beachgoers. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want them polluting our beaches with their eggs. Yeah. 
And I don't know if you know this, human intervention has really culled their numbers, so... Well, no, we can fix that, that's fine. We'll get to that. <laughs> so... Let me say, like, let's say October through December. So that's that's when they mate. That's when they, yeah. When do they lay the eggs? Uh, I say they get them, they get them brewing in their, in their tum-tums, and they, they, they squirt them out maybe in January on the beach. All right, so it's a New Year type thing. Yeah. Now, without the shells, right, mm-hmm. they can really bloat up to fit all the eggs that you want in them, the whole... Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> But that's going to make them vulnerable, right? A predator bites oh, down sure. on one, and then there's going to be all the eggs in there. So, yeah. Let's... Can, you, can you imagine what's more what's what's tastier to a predator than a sea turtle? Just chock full eggs. Mmm, I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> fucking nasty lizards. <laughs> Gross little. Um, all right. I think now they have to travel together. Okay. I think they live in like little tribes now. Like like chimpanzees. Yeah, okay. We're going to have to give them, males and females both, some form of defense, or maybe a defense by attack, mm. so they can protect the ones that are so laden with these thousands of eggs you've crammed <laughs> them full of. Yeah. You know, they have to do like a formation when they, when when it's time to lay the eggs, you know? They have to work on their flanking and stuff to, to protect these eggs. Mm-hmm. But I mean, should they have... What's their bite like? What's their bite strength? We didn't even go over their bite strength. <laughs> I mean, it's probably less than a snapping turtle, but probably higher than, like, a cat. See I know, it's pretty, uh, it's a snapping pretty wide range there. Are turtle bites dangerous? Uh, let's see. Everybody's focused on the snapping turtle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. I put sea turtle, not snapping turtle, you fucking stupid search engine. <laughs> You, you, know, you know how Google is. They're like, you're dumb. You meant this. I'm not even going to show you results for what you typed. I'm fixing what you meant. And that's just not because I'm bad at Googling. That's because Google is out to get me. Yeah, you just don't know how to type words into a list to search. That's true. <laughs> it's been a big struggle for me. So the loggerhead turtle, which is a, mm. a kind of sea turtle, can bite with the force of nearly 500 pounds. Oh, I like that. But their mouths are so small compared to the rest of them. Uh, How about should, hold on. huge mouths? <laughs> just uh, just for reference. How much force? Yeah, I, that's what I'm asking. Why is it giving me a clear answer? I'm looking to see how much humans can bite. <laughs> Our second molars... Hold on, let's mm-hmm. see. Let's see what National Geographic is telling me here. Human jaws are surprisingly strong and efficient. Well, without reading anything else, what if we just gave... These sea turtles, human mouths. <laughs> <laughs> like with the teeth and everything, just molars? Yeah, why not? All right. I want them to kind of be like huge, though. The mouths. Like they can, they can look more like you and have molars, but I want them to be like, I don't know, maybe foot and a half wide. Their, their um, mouths? Yeah, their mouths. So they're going to have big heads, they're, or they're just going to be mostly mouth. I say mostly mouth. Okay. Since they don't have shells, we push the eyes back mm-hmm. behind the neck, <laughs> and the neck just extends out into this big old mouth that bites. I like that. I like that. I hate it. I hate the mental <laughs> image, but I think it's effective for them. And you know, since they're gonna have these giant mouths, and uh, they're gonna lay all these eggs at once, mm-hmm. and they're uh, they're more of like a community now, like a 
like a wandering uh, force. I say they protect the eggs when they start to hatch and get them get them into the ocean, so they have a higher success rate of of those turtles living. I got a better deal for you. If you live in the ocean, don't give don't put your eggs on the beach. Why can't they just lay their eggs like in the sand at the bottom, like un- underwater? Maybe the turtle, baby turtles need to breathe because then you'd go from like um, in the egg them trying to get to the water. In the eggs are hatched. Well, when they hatch, they can fucking I, float up to the top. Who gives a shit then? Don't you think that that would be just as dangerous than from going to the beach to the water, going from the bottom to the top? But if they're going to be guarded, mm. and turtles are built for the ocean, which we've seen when they have to heave themselves across the beach or whatever, <laughs> yeah. struggle to get about. Mm-hmm. How about how about this? Baby turtles are uh, poisonous. How about this? Take away the eggs. Okay. Live birth. Live birth. Boom. They're, they're half-stuffed to mammals now, which is, of course, superior <laughs> yeah, than yeah. being a lizard. Mm-hmm. I like that. Live birth. They don't have to worry about the beaches. Yeah. I mean, they can still get birth on the beach if they want, but... Yeah. It doesn't seem as advantageous. Wouldn't be prudent. So, that's going to be a lot... We're going to have a lot more sea turtles. Oh, a fuck ton. Yeah. We really fixed th- these guys. This is, uh... <laughs> We've created a problem. <laughs> well, just p- humans will have to step into that gap, right? We'll have to step up the amount that we hunt and eat turtles and yeah. their eggs. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You can see turtles now more regularly in grocery stores. Yeah. Because trying to keep population down. <sighs> wow. Really did it. Really fixed turtles. You know, I think also that opens up, and I know this is where we're, we're done fixing them, because, wow, we did a good job here. <laughs> Jeff, I'm very proud of the work we just did on sea turtles. <laughs> I think if they have human mouths mm-hmm. that are a foot and a half wide, yeah. which, by the way, is crazy. You need to you need to look at what a foot and a half wide is. <laughs> um, it, it's huge. It's crazy. Um <laughs> I think it's a short step or two to to genetically engineering these things in the lab for replacement teeth for humans. Oh, that's true. Just like straight up implants, like you're getting old and your molars are, are coming out. Pop one out, pop another in. It's pretty good. Yeah. All right, good job. We did it. Wow. Mm, amazing. We didn't just fix them, but we like solved <laughs> the ecological crisis and helped out human dentistry. It's, it's insane. Uh, the work we're doing... Second to none. It's 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 really uh, it's really something to see. I don't want to be a part of. I don't want to. I know it's amazing to be a part of. <laughs> I don't want to pat ourselves too hard on the back. But go on. If we needed to pat ourselves on the back, we could reinvent humans to have more arms, specifically <laughs> for that. If anyone could do it, it'd be us. If anyone, it would be us. Oh, mm, so good. So good. So good. And look, just think, just think the mm. the culinary explosion now that everybody can eat sea turtles again. Guilt-free. Right? Guilt-free. Yeah. <laughs> just, wow. You can, the, you can, just you the can things have, that we've You done. can have a dish where you take one of the pregnant ones and you flip it upside down and you just roast mm. it that way with all the little yeah. baby eggs inside and then they all, you know, they come out and you're like, one by one, you're snacking on them. Yeah, it's, remember uh, Temple of Doom when uh, they cut that snake open at the dinner table? I think. And all the I th- baby snakes come out? I think you know that I don't. <laughs> well, there's the one scene where they're eating monkey brains and then they put a snake on the table. The guy cuts it open to like a cooked snake and all the baby snakes come out. Okay. It's really, um, I would say, I don't want to say that scene is racist, okay. but 
Yeah, it, it, it just paints these uh, people. All right. Anyway, great movies, though. Okay. Some of my favorites, but that... A little racist. A little... Just... Tad bit racist. So you just wanted to let everyone know that your favorite movies are the ones that have racism? <laughs> is that, I'm saying... Is I'm that saying what this maybe... was? <laughs> no. Jeff, I'm fine with that. I understand the need to confess, right? I'm saying maybe we shouldn't be so precious about these movies we all remember and love, and maybe let them be remade in a time where uh, or we, we've grown a little and see where they can improve. Oh, you're transitioning. Okay. <laughs> the movie we're building... Okay, I, I... Jeff, I see where you're going. Let me take it from here. The movie okay. that yeah. we are uh, turning into a cinematic universe is Birth of a Nation. <laughs> <laughs> one of That the, needs to be remade, one, for sure. One of Jeff's favorites. Let's start by... <laughs> just for its messages... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, sort of. I know he really loved the early cinematography in that movie. Yeah, is I mean the team just built something in. to be seen. He really yeah. supports their values and goals. What what <laughs> what is the what was the what is the actual movie or trailer? Or, I forget what this segment is. We're gonna take a movie idea okay. that the studios didn't franchise because at the time it, that wasn't a thing to do back in the uh, '90s and early 2000s. Mm-hmm. You just made a you had a movie premise. You made the movie. And you moved on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. They didn't really just just dig into these these ideas and just milk them dry. I feel like we should should show them the opportunities they've missed. And today's movie I want to talk about is Liar Liar, starring Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen it, Sean? Uh, that depends. <laughs> what was it about? <laughs> Jim Carrey. Is a lawyer. And keep it quick. I don't want a full recap. Just give me the just okay. give me the highlights. You're not talking to Brett here. Okay. All right. Jim Carrey, yeah. great lawyer, bad father. Oh, I think he's a divorced. Com- I think he's a comedian, but yeah, the, yeah. Other, the other things Divor- are true. <laughs> divorced, bad father, lies a lot as a lawyer because it was the '90s. You could say that. And um, one day he misses his son's birthday, and his son makes a birthday wish. That for one day his dad couldn't tell a lie, and then for that next twenty-four hours, Jim Carrey's trying to win a case, but he cannot lie. Wow! And so, so he grows as a person. The movie, the crux of the movie is that a lawyer's life is ruined if he can't lie for a single twenty-four hour period. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, the nineties. <laughs> and so, no, I feel like I got it. So. What? <laughs> there's not. I guarantee you, there's not much more I need to know about this movie. No, it's it's just then just cutscenes of Jim Carrey being ridiculous. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I was saying. Saying mean things yeah. to people in the guise that that is the truth. There, I think I have seen it because I think there's one where he tells a cop he's got a bunch of unpaid parking tickets. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen the movie. I know exactly what it's about. There's a homeless guy that asks him for spare change, and he goes, "Do you have any spare change?" And he goes, "Yes." Funny, funny stuff. Just really... I could, I just don't want to. Really bring in the movie to life yeah. here. There's... Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't want to hear any more scenes from the movie, because this isn't... This isn't screen recaps. All right. So in this world... Right. Birthday wishes come true. Now... I don't know if it's just this boy's birthday wishes that come true. Yeah. All children's birthday wishes, or everybody's birthday wishes... But there's a scenario where birthday wishes come true. Is he, So he's divorced in this movie, right? 
He's divorced. Yeah, but Mor- Mora Tierney is. Yes, uh, yeah, his ex-wife. Mora yeah. Tierney is great in everything. You should just. You, why sure. didn't you lead with Mora Tierney was in it? I would have known that. <laughs> On a side note, not to just yeah. totally derail the thing you're talking about, but mm-hmm. why hasn't Mora Tierney been in any of the Marvel movies? I I don't know. It's it's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a waste of talent. I agree. Um, maybe she shows up in Endgame. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Doesn't sound right, but we can hope. We can hold out hope. Okay, so yeah. I think the first thing mm-hmm. we need to decide is it only like okay. So if it's everybody's wishes, isn't Jim yeah. Carrey still in love with his is with Mara Tierney, right? Will um, they end up together at the end? Yes, because I don't remember if they get together at the end because she's definitely dating another guy who is a nice guy. Uh-huh. Throughout the entire movie, but I don't remember. I do remember, like, he is at the kid's next birthday party next year, and he's you know doing the claw or whatever. But I don't remember if she if they get back together. Doing the what? Oh, I think, I think the movie ends where he's wishing his parents got back together, and then boom, credits. Oh, okay. And we never we never got uh, like divorced divorced movie where like. <laughs> They had to get yeah. back together. They were compelled yeah. by wish magic, even though they didn't love each other anymore. Right. Okay. Well, that, that's that's they, more that's that would have been more of a psychological horror film. <laughs> they they didn't have a cutscene where uh, Nick Fury shows up and has them go and go to dinner together. <laughs> I want to talk to you about your son? <laughs> Putting together a team. To fight back when normal people can't. Let's just make it hit this kid's wishes come true. Birthday wishes. It's gonna have to be because if it was everybody's, that would be It'd be insane. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I mean, well, we could we'll tinker with that later. I mean, if everybody's okay. wishes came true, but just for twenty four hours, <laughs> or if, or if everybody had to learn some ironic lesson about their career. Yeah. And, All right. So this this kid, right? Yeah. Gets real into dinosaurs one year. Nope. And his birthday wish. Nope. <laughs> nope. All right. Not, nope. We're not doing that every time. Okay. It's great, great movie. Hey guys, if you want to if you want to hear that joke, listen to the last episode, or the one before it, or the one before that, because I think all of those episodes have the exact same joke. <laughs> all right, so they already give us a jumping off point to the next movie where he wishes his parents got back together. Right, but that's a psychological horror. I mean, like, because we learned from, we learned from Aladdin. Right, mm-hmm. the genies can't make people love each other, and that really, right. what is a birthday cake but a genie lamp? <laughs> uh, if you could only eat genie lamps, mm. maybe you can, and that's why we don't have them anymore. <laughs> but I guess in this movie, wouldn't he have to learn the lesson? Like his dad had to learn the lesson that lying all the time wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't he have to learn the lesson that you can't make people love each other? And so maybe his parents get back together, and they just really don't like him when they're together. They're really strict. He only gets one Christmas. Did he get two when they were divorced? Doesn't every divorced kid get two Christmases? I'm really upset about this. But okay. the theme of the movie, I thought, was that Jim Carrey was skipping important events in his kid's life because he was too busy making money as a lawyer. He still sent gifts. Probably to pay alimony. <laughs> Men's rights. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Child support. How come she's driving a better car than me? All right. Um. Oh, boy. I do hate other people. They're terrible opinions. All right, so, yeah, I mean, I get... I mean, the next movie would have to be more a tyranny learning a lesson. But really? if the kid... Well, Jim Carrey already learned his. Yeah, he's fixed now. He's a better person. 
but right, but it doesn't seem like like I mean it, it doesn't I don't think it gives us a good mm. jumping off point because everyone's problems are solved. Yeah. What if he wishes his dad was a pet detective? Yeah, I mean he could just wish that other Jim Carrey movies existed in the same timeline. That's true. Yeah. Why hey, why wasn't Martini in the Ace Ventura movies? <laughs> They never had like a, a a female character that that went through all three movies. It was really a, really a crazy time. There were th- wait, there were three Ace Ventura movies. I thought there were only two. Oh no, you're right. You're right. I'm thinking of the cartoon series and then the short-lived live-action TV show Ace Ventura Junior. Oh my god. <laughs> you can just you don't have to tell us that you know these things, Jeff. You can just It's not bragging, I assure you. Bragging is when you, you know, you talk about how you know a thing that's useful and good. <laughs> There's not one useful or good thing I know. That's unfortunate. No, I, that's not true. It's just the things that you think you're bragging about, like knowing and probably having seen the Ace Ventura animated series. Did Mark Hamill do a voice in that? I wish. It seems like he was big on animated voices in the 90s. <laughs> Okay, so Jim Carrey's kid wishes for there to be another movie about the Joker, and it's a deep psychological thriller, for some reason, where we're supposed to empathize with the yeah. Joker. That's how, uh, that's how our society's going, huh? They're like, yeah, but you don't know what made the Joker like this. Maybe just go with it. Yeah, and of course he's a guy with like mental health issues, so he needs now to be a psychopath killer. The end result of all mental health issues, as yeah. I think we all understand and know. Yeah, naturally. He gets beat up he, once or twice, and then he dances with mm-hmm. his mom, and probably she dies traumatically, so he puts on mm-hmm. a clown mask and kills people. Right. Well, I'm just... My opinion right now, having seen that trailer a couple days ago, is yeah. fuck everything about these movies. For sure. But we're getting off topic. I'm sorry. I did want to talk about that with you, because Jesus. But... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, they really highlighted the worst part about the Batman series is that every like psychopathic killer murderer is mentally ill. Yeah. Um I just saying, you know, if you have mental health issues, you're really more likely to be the target of violence than right. to enact it upon others, but I guess that doesn't make a good story. For your fucking for your fucking man who dresses up like a bat fantasy, <laughs> white male power fantasies. No, another now I want to bil- talk. Now I want to talk about Batman and how he's the villain in all of these another stories. Another billionaire doing exactly what he wants, whenever he wants, and fuck the consequences. Fucking billions of dollars, and he does nothing to help Gotham City, but you treat it as his personal <laughs> fucking playground. Yeah. I'm sorry. Do you think somebody speeding around in like high tech equipment and beating up people trying to sell drugs? Do you think that's really making the city better, or no? I'm Mr. Freeze, and I wanna, I wanna help my wife. She's in a coma. Straight to jail. You go to an insane <laughs> asylum, you piece of shit. How dare you come to my city? How dare yeah, you? Batman has zero empathy. Sorry, I just, I hate. Oh, you were once, you were once a psychologist trying to help the mentally ill, and you stumbled upon this drug that you're now addicted to. <laughs> jail. Okay, so I wish the liar, liar kid could fucking wish these movies away <laughs> so how old was the kid 
in the I mean at some point his mm-hmm. wish is going to be like I wish I had a transformer, right? Yeah, he looked he looked to be about 9 in that movie. Yeah, so he's he's right about I would guess transformer age, I don't know. <laughs> he's the reason we have the franchise. <laughs> oh, the there movie you go. Franchise Transformers. I wish there were two Transformers movies every year. <laughs> I wish you could never tell what was going on on screen. <laughs> It's just, I know it's off topic again, but Michael Bay in a pitch meeting, he's like, yeah, we should just make a Transformers movie. And you're like, well, how are you going to work the special effects to show all that stuff where they change and they're fighting there? He's like, oh, just move the camera around a lot and just be a bunch of nonsense in there. People will get it. People will get it. Yeah, Michael Bay goes, well, I, you know, I once did a bunch of LSD and then fell into a kaleidoscope, so I think it's going to look something like that. And I would just like loud discordant noises and metal pipes banging together be sort of the soundscape I'm building. <laughs> All right. What, what do little kids wish for? Yeah, that's you the thing. I mean? I, I'm trying think to back. think of like, what did I want when I was a kid? And I was like, mm, the same thing I want now for mm-hmm. quiet and to be left alone. I'm <laughs> 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 like, mm, I don't know. Like maybe like a, a cool bow and arrow to shoot people with. Mm-hmm. But I don't. <laughs> Maybe he wishes for his own room. Yeah. And it turns out, he, you ever see the movie Room? <laughs> well, I was just thinking of. Let me make sure I'm thinking of the right thing. Yep. Okay. We can't. <laughs> I was thinking of uh, a room of one's own. Oh, uh, it's a it's an essay by Virginia Woolf. So I don't mm. think that would maybe be a great film sequel <laughs> for Liar Liar. Let's broaden it out. Let's let's take it away from just this kid, right? All right, all right. It's it's children, emotionally despondent children, I guess, who mm. make wishes on their birthday. Occasionally, get their wishes. They, their wishes come true. Yeah, there's a specific set of circumstances that are never clearly laid out. I'm gonna say, oh, how about this? Just like the Harry Potter series. How about Go on. we can make them? We'll make them Disney movies, since all movies are gonna be owned by Disney soon, anyways. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and. When so it's it, technically liar liar is a distant sequel to Aladdin. So Aladdin oh. sets the genie free. And I, I I know you know that there's probably twenty Aladdin films or whatever. I know that <laughs> I know of two. I know of two, and that's it. And I really only clearly remember the first one. Gotcha. You don't know, like Jafar when he takes over. Is yeah, all right? It's fine. Don't worry. Don't worry about. It. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I won't worry about it. I never have before. So. I, the genie is free, right? So mm-hmm. he's, but he's gonna live forever, probably. So he's oh, just yeah. been lifetime after lifetime doing whatever he wants. So currently, he is a baker who bakes children's birthday cakes, and occasionally, <laughs> so so it has to be the children who yeah. get these birthday cakes, and then they also have to be suffering in some way. I guess <laughs> that's not great, but it's the nature of genie wishes, I guess. <laughs> and they have to make wishes on their birthday cakes made by the genie from Aladdin. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Played, of course, as we all know, by Will Smith. <laughs> We're gonna lock him Who? into a forty-picture deal. <laughs> Who better? Who better? <laughs> In every movie, they can do the. Uh, they can recreate that shot from Bad Boys Two that Brett loves. I don't know it. <laughs> if you, if I don't remember clearly what like movies I've seen. How do you yeah. think I'm going to remember what scenes from movies I haven't seen my friend enjoys? How am I supposed to know that? He literally brought it up last time we talked. Yeah, well. 
I guess I didn't care enough to remember. <laughs> so, so Jeannie, he's a baker now, making kids' wishes come true. Well, I don't think we want to center on him. Mm. But I think once people, once uh, this only has to happen a couple times before there's like a Facebook group about it, right? Yeah. Moms of wishing kids. <laughs> and they're like, my kid wished for a thing, and then it came true. And they'll be like, oh, yeah. mine did too. Eventually, at some point, someone's going to realize that it has something to do mm. with these cakes. Yeah. And then I think we're going to get kind of a Willy Wonka situation. Mm. Where people are buying up all the cakes in this area to try to get the magic ones, and then they're holding onto them until their kids' birthdays, trying to get them to blow on them and make specific wishes. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. A little, little political here, but how about this? They start a Facebook group realizing that these kids' wishes are coming true. They're trying to figure out what the common thread is. Yeah. But there's an unproportionate amount of them that aren't vaccinated. So there's this big conspiracy theory that the government is is suppressing our magic abilities using vaccines. Then it's an X-Men movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Then it's... We got a couple ways we could go with it, I guess. <laughs> and the government is so big and inefficient that parts of the government believe that that's probably what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> they're yeah. going to recruit these unvaccinated kids to make them weapons. Yeah, they're called death panels. <laughs> and they, uh, they're trained... <laughs> Trained by the CIA to, you know, they insert them into foreign countries to, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so we got some action in there. We got some military sci-fi. Yeah. We got some superhero stuff. We've got the genie from Aladdin. We've got, it's pretty big. Yeah, it's big. It's big. It's a huge universe yeah. that they, they, they missed out on. Now, in this universe, Jeff, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's this guy and his his family, uh, he had a wife and a son and they died tragically. Mm-hmm. And then he's mentally ill, so eventually he just becomes a psychopath that goes around murdering these children. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Because he, he had a fight with his kid the day before. He, him, his ex-wife and his son got into that car accident where yeah. he's, <laughs> he said, I wish I was dead. Yeah. Rather than have you as a father, you know? Yep. That really put him into a spiral. Yeah. And now he thinks, oh, <laughs> it's good. What's the supervillain's name, though? We, he needs a supervillain name. <laughs> they call him the Crazy. That's there. We, there you go. Mr. Crazy. His hair's never combed. The hero of our movie, in, that, in this instance, can be uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who runs Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. He's tracking everybody's yeah. data. He knows yeah. what all these moms and kids are up to. Mm-hmm. And he takes it upon himself to spend a ton of money on cutting-edge technology to help him personally beat up the mentally ill and the homeless. <laughs> right? It's true. He has all that money now. He dresses up as his favorite animal. Yeah. That used to strike fear into his heart as a child. Yeah, a sea turtle. I want to say a puppy. Ah, <laughs> oh, you could make it a puppy. Yeah, he could be a furry hero. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was. Oh, you know what? This is a sidetrack, but it's about billionaires. Yeah, no shit yeah. all over them. I love it. <laughs> You know, they always make those um, doomsday sheds and stuff, like shelters and shit. Yeah, yeah. People think it's because it's the end of the world, but do you really? Do you think it's because they're like, wow, I literally have all the money in the world. I think there's probably a lot of people that eventually are going to uprise and come after me, and so I need a shed the, to like, yeah. hang out while the armies I've hired kill all the people trying to uprise. Maybe. Um, 
Like, they're not worried about nukes. Uh, historically, rich people just leave after they've created a ton of problems in a country. They just go somewhere else and buy their way into power there. <laughs> Is that why Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are trying to get into space? Yes. Uh, yes, I firmly believe that at some point they realize everyone will be so sick of their shit. They won't have a planet to live on. They want to get the fuck out of here. Elon Musk is like, we've got to get these poor people on Mars yeah. to make it habitable for me. Yep. And then get some other poor people in there to build nice things. <laughs> and then when they're dead, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. <laughs> Man. Fucking billionaires are the worst. Yep. <laughs> yep. I uh, agree. Let's throw Jim Carrey a bone, though. And we're going to have a, a, another in the Liar Liar series where he starts his own firm as the world's only honest lawyer. He wins all his cases by telling the truth and finding laws, helping clients. You know? Yeah. How's he going to, what's he going to do with his face, right? He's going to make funny faces. How does that come about? <laughs> Well, whenever he hears another lawyer lying, like when he hears the uh, opposite side lying, he makes a lot of weird faces to the bench. <gasps> what if he can't help it? <laughs> when he hears lies, he reacts by knowing that it's a lie. Yeah. And he has to, he has to suppress shouting out, liar, liar. <laughs> <laughs> He's now a human lie detector. Yeah. <laughs> the government recruits him, <laughs> brings him into situations, brings him into trade negotiations with Naboo. Oh, good, great. Yeah, yeah, we do need a movie that's entirely about trade negotiations here. Oh my god, actually. If, as a human lie detector, right, he finds that mm -hmm. out, and then so the government, of course, abducts him. Um, and then they just use him for technological advancement. They'll say, the universe operates like this, and he'll go, that's a lie. Because he'll know whether it's true or not. Yeah, they're like, Christianity is the one true religion. Oh, yeah, that gets, that gets oh, dark shit. quick. <laughs> what was the villain's name? The Crazy? Yeah, The Crazy. <laughs> he kidnaps Jim Carrey. He's like, the nuclear code is 1579259. Oh, my God, yeah. Just sits there. Yeah. Tries to get the nuclear codes out of him. He said, I want these nukes because I'm crazy. <laughs> and that makes me dangerous, and you should be afraid of me? <laughs> I have a mental health problem. And if you don't do what I'll say, that means I'll cut your kid's face off and wear it like a mask. Mark Zuckerberg kicks the door in. I knew where you were because you had your phone on you at all times, he says. And then shoots a gun that's worth more than a, an entire country's gross national. Uh. Later in the movie, he think, Jim Carrey thinks he's being very sneaky by turning his phone off, leaving it somewhere, don't have any electronics. Mark Zuckerberg still shows up and he goes... I've already, I've already monitored all your shopping habits and everything else, so I know where you're gonna be before you do. Right, boom. He, he walks into his hideout, and Mark Zuckerberg's already there. <laughs> and Mark Zuckerberg would make a great villain in a lot of movies. I think he's doing okay as a villain in real life, so <laughs> probably don't have time to star in movies. I'm just kidding, Mark. You're a great dude. I'm sure. Yeah. You should give your wealth away because it's probably harming you personally as like a human being. But it's definitely also harming a lot of other human beings. So not doing a lot of, not doing a lot of good with it. So I guess that was our segment where we shit on billionaires. Yep. You know what we should do, Jeff, is we should we should take all the billionaires and put them on an island. <laughs> and people could come look at them. 
Till one day the power goes out. <laughs> yeah, uh, your economists were too busy thinking about whether or not they could. They, they didn't think about whether they should. Uh, it wouldn't be far, too far of a stretch because their money's already off on some remote island. There you go. Look Tax at that. Tax evasion. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I did that, but it did fit this time. That was a good idea. <laughs> the billionaires congregate themselves on an island that's a tax haven. <laughs> Perfect. It's perfect. It's, that's all I want is a Jurassic Park reference every time we do this. Okay. And then, so our hero is a man who commandeers a laser satellite array to cause the island to fill up with popcorn. <laughs> he worked his whole time at college when he wasn't slacking off developing a laser. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll have some fun party scenes. Yeah. He surfs down <laughs> the stairs on a surfboard or something. How'd you get that yeah. in here, party animal dog, dude? That's 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 not too far from from things happening in that actual movie. It's crazy. I'm getting flashes. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I think I just have like, like like movie PTSD. Like yeah. I see a movie and then I'm just like, oh, huge huge parts of this movie were fucking terrible, and then I just immediately yeah. block them all out. Oh no, Jeff. Uh oh. That's a mental health issue, which means I'm a villain. <laughs> You're dangerous. <laughs> They call him the movie lunatic. Please, billionaires, won't you beat him up? The law is helpless to stop him from having problems in public. People don't want to see that. Sweep him under the rug. I'll save the day, says the people who run Walmart. I don't know, Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos is getting pretty jacked. I think he's, he's like, two months away from becoming, like, a Batman-type character. Yeah, well, it's all that fucking away from his wife he's been doing. <laughs> There's no better workout than cheating on your wife. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff, please. Heads up official, po- <laughs> Heads up official stance. <laughs> is that... Now you may. <laughs> There's no better workout than cheating on your wife. Thank you. Thank you. Honey, I only did it for the pecs. <laughs> but you could have just bought them with your billions of dollars. <laughs> that money's spoken for. And then he shows her a video of him beating up a bunch of homeless people in an alley. <sighs> and then they kiss and she does the one leg up thing like at the end of a movie from the 50s. And then next next time we ne- we see a completely different woman with a completely different non backstory and breasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the James Bond fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was thinking about it, and I know like um, in a lot of spy movies, there's a lot of like uh, computer hacking or like disabling something using a computer. Do you think spies in real life are any good with computers? Because I've met a lot of people that are not good with technology, and it, it spans a wide berth of, of society. I don't know. I don't know anything about spies or spying. And <laughs> Nobody does. It's secret. That's what you'll tell anybody who comes asking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I imagine if you wanted to shut something down, like, you yeah. could also shoot it with bullets, right? Yeah. I've always kind of wondered guess. why they don't do that in spying movies, like... <laughs> James Bond, you gotta get this nerd scientist into the big evil facility so you can shut down the laser beam that's gonna turn that island into popcorn and all the rich people will be covered in popcorn. 
And like I'm always picturing like James Bond, he should just be mm-hmm. like, well, I could just shoot it too, right? That'll stop it. <laughs> well, that that was his that was his thing, right? At least James Bond, like um, he would get the nerdy scientist, or you know, at, at headquarters he had the designated nerd that would make technology that was like, just hit this button, yeah, whose and it'll name, do exactly whose, what you want. Whose name was a uh, a letter of the alphabet. <laughs> But, like, there's a lot of, like, modern spy movies where they're very buff, you know, they're really good at shooting weapons, and, you know, they'll just go ahead and hack into a computer. But I don't think I've met anybody in my life that remembers their their passwords, let alone how to crack a, another password. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe they just... I don't know. I'm just saying there should be more real, realistic spy movies where they just, they, they don't know about computers, and they do just shoot them. I'm sure, you'll, I'm sure you'll get your wish. I'm sure there will yeah. be more people just shooting computers. The more complex technology becomes. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, the spies are always at least, they're always at least in their 40s now, you know? So. Well, it's the Tom no, Cruise. But, he's, he's pulling the age up like, because he just yeah. keeps doing it. Yeah. Exactly. And they don't know how to use computers, for sure. Although his love interests, of course, stay the same age. Which is, <laughs> no. Occasionally they're younger than they used to be, you know, but yeah. Do I just, do I just hate movies? Do I just hate Hollywood? (laughs) Am I just an unhappy, I know I'm just an unhappy person, but I'm thinking about movies I've seen, I'm just like, no, that was terrible. No, this is a terrible, poor choice. (laughs) Movies reflect society, Sean, and society is terrible. That's true, I guess. Yeah, I guess our society is just terrible. All right. I'll make peace with that pretty quick. Are we done? Did we do it? Has Liar Liar been I think, turned I think into we did it. twisted to our, I guess, communist least... ends? <laughs> <laughs> we got at least another 15 movies out of it, which is more than the studios did. That's true. Yeah. We should so. run. You know what? That's, that's, yeah, we should run studios, Jeff. <laughs> if there's one thing I think Hollywood needs more of, it's, it's mm-hmm. middle-aged white men making all the decisions. Yeah, for sure. I just want to make sure that Liar Liar has not already been remade. No. Okay, there's a list someone on IMDb made Mm. where if they do remake Liar Liar, they would like the following actors to play certain parts. Okay. Chris Pine, I guess. To play the Jim Carrey That's what it looks like. No. Scarlett Johansson. To play the Jim Carrey role? Or the Mar- the, Mara Tierney? The Mara, role? Tierney. Mara Tierney's still alive. Just let Mara Tierney I, play it. Jim Carrey, exactly, but it's just like... Jim Carrey's still alive, but he has taken a huge step away from... He does, like, art now in a studio somewhere, right? Yes, he does political art in a studio. Yeah, so Hollywood's never going to hire him. <laughs> Mason Cook? As the kid? Yeah, yeah, he looks young. He, let's see... He's on ABC's award-winning television comedy, Speechless, which is currently in its third season. Oh, ever. I've never, never heard of it, I don't think. Let me just skim through and see... Who's... Rosemary Harris. Oh, she played Aunt May in the Spider-Man 2002. With, um... Oh, okay. Who's that guy? 2002 is Tobey Maguire with Spider-Man. They want... Spider-Man. They want Jennifer Lawrence in the movie, Danny Glover as the judge... What the fuck? They're just... They're, they're, they're just going off of, like... Monica Bellucci. <laughs> they're just going off of, like, skin tone. Yeah, the, the judge was African-American. Well, yeah, he'll stay African-American. I guess. But, like, I don't know. Like, Chris Pine? 
Yeah, Chris Pine uh, is he's, the very he's funny. A fun, he's, a, <laughs> he's a fun. He's a fine actor. Is he? And he has funny moments. Well, that's fine. Mm. But like, there's oh my god. See the Star there's, Trek remake. If anybody should be do, should be doing it. Oh my god. Chris Pine was not very good in Wonder Woman, right? He was in that. Yes. Yeah, he was. No, he's not. He's less Chris Pine, more Wonder Woman. Yeah. If anybody should reprise the uh, Jim Carrey role in Liar Liar, it should be Maya Rudolph. I think she's got the facial expressions oh, to handle it. My God, I didn't even think of that. That would be great. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, you should you should you should uh, buy into IMDb so you can make these lists. <laughs> I know. I know. I got to create an account. I don't know how this guy I got on here, but he's. <laughs> Oh, there's oh, there's a comment. Oh, of course, there's a there's a comment. There's one single comment mm-hmm. four years ago, which I think is a year after the list was made. Yup. And the comment says, by a man named Chris. It says, uh, <laughs> "Thanks for the shout out, bud." <laughs> Way too many remakes. Sorry, but how are you going to do a remake for Liar Liar without Jim Carrey? The people want him back, Jeff. No, Jim Carrey can play the judge. Oh, I'm sorry. There's one African-American person in this whole movie, and you want them out? What's Danny Glover going to do? Maybe. Uh, listen, Danny Glover can play whatever part he wants in the movie, just not the Jim Carrey role or the judge role. He wants the kid. <laughs> he plays the kid. They they, uh, they Marvel de-age him yes. to play the kid. Well, no, they don't. He's He's got the old kid disease. Okay, he's got Jack disease. Yeah. Oh, and that there, there, boom. There's yeah. your, there's your sequel. Yeah. He has a physical so, abnormality, so he's a supervillain. Yeah. <laughs> More tyranny, and Maya Rudolph adopt uh, de-aged <laughs> Danny Glover. No, no, he's jacked. He's, he's Jack disease now. So young, old-looking Danny Glover. They get divorced. Stop. The sentence you just said was probably the best sentence I've ever heard in my life. So if you could say it again, just a little bit slower, slower and clearer, so I can clip this audio thing out and just have it as like a ringtone, maybe. Please, please, going now, whenever you're ready. Mora Tierney and Maya Rudolph uh, adopts, um, yeah, adopt a Jack-diseased Danny Glover, yeah. and it get divorced. So good. <laughs> Maya Rudolph becomes a great lawyer who's great at lying. Well, I think in the original Liar Liars, they were, she was always a lawyer, right? Yeah, I suppose you're right. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they get divorced. Yeah. You think Jim Carrey was going to get Mara Tierney without pulling in lawyer money? I don't think so. No. No. <laughs> All right. Candy, no transitions. I did not... All right. eat, I didn't, eat I didn't, candy. I didn't want us to ruin the perfect Liar Liar sequel reboot that you just created. <laughs> Okay. I would actually yeah. just watch any movie that has Maya Rudolph and Mara Tierney as a couple. Yeah. That that sounds amazing. <laughs> They're both great. It, it unless it was makes sense. unless it was written by uh like who's that who's that guy with the big glasses who's like a sex pervert who married his daughter? Woody Allen? Well yeah, not that guy. Get that <laughs> keep that guy out. How how did his movies get less funny when he he re- he had everyone realize his true self. Like, as soon as he realized he was some sort of weird sex pervert, his movies just weren't funny anymore. Did it, like, was the pressure of, of his lifestyle being out in the open just ruin his movies, or what? I would hesitate to call his actions a lifestyle. 
sorry, crimes. But, yes, thank you. But I think part of it might be, you know, people who help make quality movies didn't want to work with him anymore. Mm. You know, mm. you know, because of all the deeply disturbing and unethical things he was doing. Gotcha. In his quote-unquote lifestyle. Yeah, you're making a lot of sense. Thanks. <laughs> so I didn't eat candy this week. Yeah. Because um, I wanted to talk to you about something else. Mm. Go on. There I was, just watching television, I think. Okay. Or maybe it was on while I was doing something. When an advertisement for Butterfinger... Butterfingers? Butterfinger. Butterfinger. Mm-hmm. Came on. There I was when an advertisement for Butterfinger came on. That doesn't sound right. It sounds like it should be Butterfinger. There I was when an advertisement for Butterfingers came on. When a Butterfinger advertisement came on. There I was... <laughs> Minding my own business, completely unprepared, when an advertisement... No, 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 I fucked that up. <laughs> Let's do it again. Okay. I was there when mm -hmm. a Butterfinger advertisement came on. Okay. Does that, does that scan? It sounds, sounds right to me. Have you seen this? I know I texted you about it, and there was some debate <laughs> yeah. over whether you had found the right video or not. I watched it a couple times, and I think the only reason I, I, I wasn't sure I found the right video is because it's, it's, it's batshit insane. It's, it's, they call it the Butterfinger Alien. But really, that's, that's its official name? I, I, I looked up, so what I looked up was Butterfinger Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it corrected me to Butterfinger Alien. It knew what you wanted. It knew what I wanted. Um, I guess what I wanted to talk about is what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, what what the fuck, indeed, yeah, because, I mean, it it starts off, you know, perfectly normal. Well, first off, you know? it wakes up, the, I, don't, I don't even care what the ad is about. <laughs> Listeners can go, you can Google Butterfinger Alien, and you'll see the YouTube thing. But someone opens a Butterfinger, and this thing wakes up miles away on a lab table? Area, it's supposed to be Area 51, yeah. Okay. I guess I guess I uh, yeah I don't know the deep lore of the Butterfinger Alien advertisement so thank you for filling you, you, me in Jeff you you missed the you missed the giant sign when he busted the fence I guess I was just so horrifically fascinated with his vile physiology well to be fair he thought he was a goblin at first so. <laughs> well I didn't know that they were gonna call it a Butterfinger Alien yeah I mean I guess we could have used this as like we could have turned this into a cinematic universe. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2019 they're definitely going to <laughs> aliens exist they have telepathic powers they can move mm -hmm. cars without needing to drive them yeah they can detect butterfingers miles away <laughs> they can play dead in area 51 <laughs> they know english it's blue and yellow but in like a fleshy it looks yeah. like it looks like its skin looks like a like a really sick shark skin right yeah yeah, it's definitely it's definitely shark texture. It's it's rubbery, gross skin. It looks. Na I, yeah. I understand it's a suit, but like, I thought it was wearing blue jeans at first, like blue jean shorts. But it's but definitely it just, just turns out not wearing pants. Just a skin. Yeah, yeah. It just is totally it, naked. It's, <laughs> its butthole must just appear when it needs it needs to poop yeah. and then disappear again. <laughs> That's you know what. <laughs> Jeff and I, you know, we were joking about spying earlier. And I, I hate to let mm -hmm. it slip this way, but Jeff has been inside Area Fifty One and he does know a lot about alien buttholes. I, I can't, I can, I can neither confirm nor deny that or go into any further details. 
but it's what we're hearing now mm-hmm. is that it's possible the Butterfinger alien has a butthole that only appears when it needs it to. <laughs> and I'm, I'm imagining that's very rare because, of course, Butterfingers are jam-packed with nutrition. Mm-hmm. So, and its advanced physiology probably absorbs the nutrients better than ours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it probably does just a whole lot of things with nutrients that our body can't even process. Now, this this whole alien ad campaign is for new and improved Butterfingers. Yeah. A better uh, well, Butterfinger. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Well, Sean, I had it. Once I saw that commercial, I had to go get one. And uh, <laughs> I'll tell you. Uh, sorry. Yeah, this thing also walks like it has, like it just took a big shit in its pants. <laughs> Please go on. <laughs> like it's waiting for its butthole to appear <laughs> so it can get rid of the dump the that's sh- in its pants. Yeah, the shit's already there. It's waiting for the butthole to appear. <laughs> it woke up, not from the butterfinger, but from the overwhelming urge to poop. And uh, <laughs> tell me what the tell me the taste of this butterfinger alien, new and improved, high tech. It's tell me about this nanotechnology crafted butterfinger. It's salty now it's a salty candy bar now okay that's it it does taste more like peanut butter weirdly like before butterfinger had like a oh yeah i guess you're right that is peanut butter taste and now it's like oh you can definitely tell it's it's peanut butter and it's it, it's it's taking away the signature butterfinger taste that i i would go to a butterfinger for weird yeah it's a fine candy bar i'd still eat one i'm probably not gonna eat one for a long time now but they're it's okay but more peanut buttery and salty. It's salty AF now. As kids say, as fuck. Yeah, no, I'm I'm down with the kid lingo. I get it. <laughs> so, like, th- this person was just so excited. I mean, I guess, like me, she came out of the store with two Butterfingers, one that she's going to eat, one she's giving to her friend or partner. It's crazy. I don't want to just recount the advertisement for people. <laughs> I'm not encouraging. I don't want to encourage people to eat Butterfinger, to allow... Why was this company allowed to make this advertisement? Were, were they literally out of ideas? They let the Simpsons handle it for a decade. They couldn't right. fucking think of something while they were doing that? That was my other question. Is this the natural evolution of a Bart Simpson? <laughs> he is a troublemaker. Is that what they're going to look like in the future? <laughs> when did this alien get these telepathic powers? I want to say, why would he be trapped in Area 51 until this exact moment if he could unlock and drive a car with his mind? I, he, you know, he just had to get that Butterfinger. Maybe he was... Well, we only see one... Let's. I'm going to go ahead and assume that this is Bart Simpson in the future. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not Area 51, it's a hospital. Bart Simpson's been in a horrible accident. Yeah, he wakes up... He's just lying the there. The shorts that he wants you to eat have been melded to his body. <laughs> he w- <laughs> and they are very blue. Um, his spine's been damaged, so he walks like he's got to take a shit all the time. Yeah. He just shoots his pants. And the reason he doesn't get up until this time is because mm-hmm. he... There's probably some brain damage, maybe, that makes him crazy and a villain. Um, but maybe he pulled a big prank, right? You know, Barsim's mm-hmm. is always getting into it. He's always doing big pranks on his family. He, he shook a whole six-pack of beer in a paint mixer. Yeah, and it killed his whole family. <laughs> Sass started to burn down. They're all dead. And the only one they could save was Bart Simpson. And the accident awoke his latent psychic abilities. <laughs> so he's lying there motionless because he's mourning the loss of his entire family at his own hand. Yeah. Because of the, the hitchhiker. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> the hitchhiker he picked up is just a big Simpsons fan. Yeah. Oh my god. It's Bart Simpson. Bart, Bart, can I eat your shorts? <laughs> You know Bart's going to be having to deal with that. 
I don't have shorts, man. <laughs> I want them now to make a live-action Simpsons now. It's just one. Didn't they do an episode like that? A live-action one? Didn't Homer walk around the real world or something? Oh, yeah, maybe he did, yeah. You're right. How do I, I remember so. that and you don't? Is it... <laughs> Is it the is it the cinematography PTSD? It. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting hints of that, but maybe like uh, maybe it's about Bart Simpson's life after the accident. Now, you know, yeah. he gets his own yellow family. My head was just full of dramatic names for the film. Did <laughs> a prank too far? <laughs> this <laughs> this alien, he's so excited to get this Butterfinger, but not once in this minute-long commercial do you see him eat this Butterfinger. He just drives away. I, who is the advertisement, advertisement for, is the thing I was going to ask, because like usually you'll see, like, oh, it's a candy ad, oh, it's fun loving, everybody's, yeah. oh, cool, action, oh. It's like, it's for, it's for kids. You eat the candy bar, you'll have a lot of energy, you'll run around, be fun. Right. Like, they're, really, they're really promoting that. Yeah, but... It's weird because it, it's too creepy and not fun enough to be for kids. Yeah, and they they start with having two people that are late twenties, early thirties, being like, "Wow, they've improved the Butterfinger." Yeah, you know what I mean. You know, just a thing that normal late twenties, early thirties people talk about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this somehow awakes a childlike alien who walks like he has a load in his pants to come get a Butterfinger. It's awaking the creepy-looking alien in all of us I, to eat more Butterfinger. The advertisement should have started with those two people in the street corner going, wow, the climate change is going to destroy this planet, right? <laughs> and then the, lady go, the, yeah, and then the lady goes, yeah, that's why I'm not having kids. I don't want them to inherit this world. Right. Well, I guess to allay some of my crippling depression, I'm going to eat a bunch of high-fructose corn syrup that's been flavored like chocolate and peanut butter. <laughs> And then they open it, and then the alien shows up, and he says, you have failed as a species. Yeah. And then he uses his powers to take the candy away, and he says, uh. suffer the consequences, and flies back into space. <laughs> and then the butter, and then the Butterfingers shows up, and then Bart Simpson's voice yeah. says, eat my shorts. <laughs> Who owns Butterfingers? Whatever company that is, you, you, you're, you're welcome to that idea. You can take it. You can have it. I'm pretty sure it's Nestle. Nestle... You bunch of criminal crooks, piece of shit. <laughs> you can you can have it. I'll I'll trade it for all the fucking private water you're stealing. Piece of, oh my god, piece of shit. <laughs> this is this is really what Nestle thinks people want to see. That, well, that, yeah, that's that's what's baffling to me. Like, who want? I saw it and I was like, I hated seeing that. Every every moment of this advertisement was disgusting. <laughs> They're like, let's let's show people, you know, let's give them what what they what they want, what their fantasy would be. An alien driving a classic car, covered, but the car your was covered finger. in dirt, and it's still covered in dirt when it pulls up, like it, it Tokyo drifts into a parallel parking spot. Remember when Tokyo drifting was big? Yeah. That's hip. <laughs> alien should have had some fucking little what are those slap bracelets? Yeah. <laughs> One of those offensive named uh, yo-yos. Fucking, it opens the car door and a bunch of pogs spill out. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, like, what the what the hell? I'm trying to think of the non-offensive word for the, those yo-yos you used to get when you raised money. Yo-yos. You know, they're not yo-yos, but 
They are. Uh, well, yeah, I'm gonna I, look up the non-racist name for them because I'm sure the name that they have is, is racist. I very much don't know what you're talking about. I know, and I don't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, then don't. Don't even look up what they're actually. You know, don't even remind people. I keep saying Diablo, but I know that's not right. <laughs> that's Satan, and that's something else. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. Let me. Let me. Um. Nope. Just the only. The, yep. Okay, so there's a plastic stick, and on that plastic stick, there is paper wrapped around it in a strip, and you flick it out, and it goes out, and you lift it back, and it comes back. And it's called, this website, the only one I could find it on, Mm -hmm. is still called Mm -hmm. Chinese (laughs) Yo-Yos. What? Chinese Yo-Yos. Oh. That's right. That's that's a racist term, right? Well, I just wish you hadn't said it publicly on the podcast. (laughs) I need to know what the non-racist uh, term for this is. It just sounds like a fucking yo-yo. It just sounds like a yo-yo. Why wouldn't you just say yo-yo? <laughs> it's not a yo-yo. Yo-yo is a plastic thing with a string. Mm-hmm. That's, that's different than what this thing is. Right. There's no non-racist name for it. This has been the Heads Up Podcast. <laughs> Jeff and Sean, I'm Sean. I'm Jeff. If you can think of a non-racist name for the Chinese yo-yo, please... Right in. Uh, you can just forget Jeff said that, and maybe he'll cut it from the podcast to save himself really a lot of trouble, and that would just be for the best for everyone. <laughs> I'm not saying I agree with the name. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, how do I describe this to people in the future? So you want to be one of those people that's just like, I wanted to open up a dialogue about this toy from the 90s, literally no one remembered, that had a racist name, so I had to publicly remind everyone of this racist name for this racist toy. Do you... Oh, I'm sorry. You want to bury our racist past and not improve? I don't know that we need to focus on the racist toy you had once as a child. <laughs> I think maybe there's some other things we could do. All right. I'll never, I'll never have a PC name for it now. Thanks a lot, Sean. You're welcome. I know secretly in your heart of hearts that's what you wanted because your favorite movie is Birth of a Nation so we did all the things we said we'd do and I don't really know what more anyone else would want from a podcast okay are you happy now listeners Jeff said we'd do those things and we did those things so I hope you're happy Um, there's probably a bunch of ways to reach us like an email and twitter Mm-hmm. And well, no, wait, sorry, no. The email is separate. What's Jeff? What's the email? Heads up pod at gmail.com. Yeah, and then the Twitter and the Instagram are the same, which is at Heads Up Pod. Yeah, and then you also have a store where you sell cheap goods. Yeah, for low, low prices. Yeah, <laughs> it's Heads Up that Threadless dot com. Yeah, that's how does if it someone end? could sorry. if someone could draw draw us a, a mangled uh, Bart Simpson. Who looks like he's been in a fire and his shorts are now melted to his body. I will proudly put that on our shirt. Yeah, I don't I don't want pictures of a cartoon <laughs> young boy with his shorts melted to his body, so don't send us that. But what I would like is a picture of the Simpsons house completely in ruins and totally on fire, and Bart Simpson standing. Maybe we're looking from behind him. You know, he's mm-hmm. looking at it, we're seeing the back of his head, and the, the caption just says I carumba. Maybe you can see, like, a charred hand leaning out of one window, and a, there's a foot sticking out from under some rubble. And it's just, yeah, it says, I caramba. He used to say that, right? You remember when he said yeah. that? Yeah. He has so many catchphrases. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Or, right, the house is on fire behind him. Mm-hmm. I, I would like someone to draw us this. The house is on fire. You know, you've got the corpses of his family. Kind of buried under the rubble. You know, don't get too yeah. explicit with the cartoon corpses. But, um, yeah, yeah. 
make it clear that that's what's happening, but you don't have to be explicit. Right. You know what I mean? And this time he's facing us, right? It's like he's making mm-hmm. eye contact with us, and the caption is, nobody lays a finger on my Butterfinger. <laughs> my new and improved Butterfinger. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that would be great. Um, what, how does it... Oh, this has been the Heads Up Pod, and we're popping off? Toodles. Probably to pay alimony. Men's rights. Nah. <laughs>